0: So here we are back in the Cosmic Salon, and it is my great honor to have with us again what I'm calling Lada Files, by the way, the great, the one and only, sovereign key, Lada Leon herself. I am feeling quite honored to be able to have some more time with Lada because you are very busy and I am very busy and you get very booked up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm grateful for this, uh, this little extra and I feel like we should just get in and do it. So we left in a very interesting spot last time and we were just getting to what I think is some real goo and st- substance that I think a lot of people are craving. And the response I got is, of course, absolutely phenomenal. Of You know, when you and I come together and talk at this level, it's really a substantial amount of fly on the wall, barn burner kind of feel. So we were talking about psychic assassins and all that. And I wanted to jump in with how deep the lies go in our reality And another point I wanted to touch on kind of moving from the psychic assassins is the inserts, the handlers that are around, the operatives that are around us all the time that may not seem obvious. And how do we navigate? How do we know who's who lotta around us so not just you and i but people out there that are uh dealing with a certain amount of exposure because of everything that's going on in the collective right now with this dna sorting this cosmic dna sorting and the depth of what's going on concerning the refinement of the people out there looking for the dna
1: Well, that is the name of the game here. They're hunting, and it's always been about this right from the beginning. And it's on the radar before you're born, a.k.a. it's on the radar when you're, you know, developing in the womb. And often it's even on the radar prior to that. Depending on what forces you're talking about, they've been tracking, you know, all the primes and the reels. Um and the angelics because you know that that's a lot of them are angelics uh, yes. from the very beginning. And of course they've been tracking the original seed from prior to the last great reset as well that are remnants of you know, vestiges of those um, of that extremely heightened aversion of spirit human, That was supremely advanced.
0: This is very apparent to me as well. It's very eye-opening when people out there start to have this realization how deep this goes. And see, this starts to play into the lies of the constructed reality around us. And this starts to look very constructed. And a lot of our realities are absolutely 100% constructed. And so this is where it becomes a very interesting game, if you will. I'm going to use that almost in a flippant way, but also in a very true, true way to understand that sometimes these assets or operatives get placed in very close to us. And even people that become very aware and attuned to all of this can find themselves in a space where they didn't realize that they were perhaps being surrounded by a deeper level of operatives. And the thing that I have always found a lot is that These are kind of like Mr. Smith's, right? They get turned on. A lot of times these operatives don't realize that they are operatives. There's a process here, a sequencing that goes on to turn that on, to activate that. And this isn't even at the psychic assassin level. This is just psychic handlers or operatives to keep a check on us, to keep observations going, to infiltrate our social circles and to infiltrate our our friend groups or our work groups. And that is kind of something that is very limited in scope as far as what people are talking about nowadays. A lot of people are shying away from this conversation, and yet this is at the heart of how deep the lies go.
1: Um, Absolutely. And the majority of these operatives, you're absolutely correct that they, many of them don't know. They have absolutely no idea. The reality as it is, or the real, I like to call R-E-E-L, is uh, completely synthetically generated. And it's also a projection system that works with your interface. But what that says and does means that it can generate a specific reality around you. And then uh, I'd have to say that, the, that all the primes and reals and angelics, other types of beings that are different variations, are literally surrounded by these backdrop infiltrators and sentinels. Surrounded. And most often than not, they're family members as well. It's a very invasive situation.
0: And when you start to come to this realization, there's a lot of what I call the hurting field that happens. And of course, it's layer by layer. It moves in and we move away from them and we start to learn the vibe, the signature. It's a constant. And that's one of the things that I have noticed. It it is a constant. And this is where it becomes... I think, very tricky because it's hard to strike that safety balance within self of staying centered and grounded and yet completely aware of who's around you, no matter how close they are. How do we navigate this?
1: Well, I think your intuition has to become extremely sharp, Uh, your ability to discern and to learn about how to read signatures versus when you're picking up you know, AI signals or counterfeit signals or, you know, a lot of it is is there to mimic something that is real, there to mimic spirit, but it's uh, synthetic. So you have to become very good at intuiting energy, period, like all energy, but that's the beginning. You can practice that and test yourself. And, you know, I think a lot of people resist their intuition. They don't give themselves credit and they think that it can't, you know, they can't possibly believe themselves. But you have to break the facade because what this reality wants you to believe is your imagination is not real. That's, you know, one of the programs that is there to act as a containment system. I mean, nothing is as it seems here, literally.
0: Yeah. And that's becoming more apparent every day in the collective. For me, it's never been more of a at a cartoon level than it is. It's so obvious. And yet the taproot runs deep, the taproot of lies.
1: Mm-hmm. It's in everything and everywhere. It's even in how you interface with reality itself. This system has been engineered so that They want people to function on five senses and they want you to see a backdrop reality version that isn't real. So, you know, trusting who you are and what you have within you and your unlimited capacity is like huge because you start breaking through the veils and you start breaking through this interface system, which allows you to perceive really what's going on and much more of what's there. And of course, it surpasses these five senses.
0: I've seen now that we're at this certain kind of checkpoint, I suppose, that up there in Canada, and you're not that far from me, I'm, I'm here in Washington, and I'm, I'm in the same Cascadia zone that you are that they're trying to make. Uh, so it would mm-hmm. it would connect us. They just, I don't know, this last week or something, changed the definition of psychotic and psychosis to mean Anyone that goes against the government, it's out there, Lada. It just came. People were texting this to me left and right. Wow. Mm. This is how deep this is going.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're realizing, well, first of all, their plans just aren't going the way they want. Secondly, as more awareness... Is happening, and the acceleration in the genome and the DNA, which is waking up these strands and this junk DNA that they have hacked to be dormant, they um, aren't having very much control. So it's really a race. So this, you know, them creating these laws and changing um, these these meanings to try and create a false population of people who would be seen as dissonance, uh, so that they have, you know, they give themselves the right to put you in a mental institution or to do whatever they want with you or to put stuff in you. To me, it's a desperate attempt. It really, more than anything, proves it's not going their way. It's pretty desperate to do this, and it's really quite ridiculous. I mean, if you're a backdrop, maybe you might think it's fine, and you might not see through it. But, yeah, it's it's not shocking at all.
0: It is desperate. I agree. And Mm -hmm. it shows where we are. But at the same time, I think that it also alerts us to how much danger is truly there. There are so many people with their heads in the cloud right now or their heads in the sand. And it's that dangerous where you could find yourself in a hysterium for just saying no to what the government is trying to tell you what What's what, and what reality is?
1: and that has been what they have always attempted to do from the beginning. So this isn't a new thing. This is old. This is their their old tactic handbook, but it's never worked in the past. You know, albeit sure they you know end up killing a lot of people. but if your spirit is intact, then you know you've won. But it's never worked. It's not going to
0: work. The state of the realm right now, which has changed drastically in the last two years, obviously, we're in a new time and we're in a new space. And, the, you know, we are from the old sun. There's a new sun, etc. for the new race. How are you qualifying this realm that we're in? How are you perceiving the realm that we are in?
1: Well, I mean, there you know, that's a great question. Uh, there's many, many aspects to it. Uh, one is clear that, you know, we're deeply in a black hole, like literally. <laughs> but it has become more of a 2D interface system. So they are really trying to make it a, a much more artificial platform. And that's why they're having so many problems with the primes and the reels because. And the angelics, because, you know, we aren't Um, sure we've used AI from the beginning of creation, but that's a kind of a whole different thing. So the way I see it is that they're really severing and attempting to sever people from spirit as well as people from people. They're creating a massive division but if you look at the division through the lens of the wheat versus the tares, you're seeing that you know there, people who have given their lives away in this level of ignorance have always given their lives away in this level of ignorance, lifetime after lifetime. So they're merely repeating the same pattern. Those that haven't are also doing the same thing as they always did standing for the truth no matter what so even though that they're quickly trying to make this into you know with all their resets and with this quantum technologies that they have they're increasingly driving us deeper into this artificial motherboard where you know the hope is to lose all autonomous power to lose all connection to spirit to lose all your innate spirit meta prime creation and replace it with a synthetic counterfeit version so what i see is we're in some kind of stasis kind of free-falling and you know we're about to enter the time when everyone's going to have to make a stand there is no fence. There's no sitting on the fence anymore. I think this, like, tactic of ensuring that the world is in this this stasis, this quiet storm, is just, you know, it's just strategic on their behalf, while they just continue doing their, um, you know, new laws and man- and and attempts at mandates and you know doing what they do secretly behind the backs of everybody else. But they're in a situation that they can't control, and they know it, and they know that their time is running out. So, yeah, we are in a supremely bizarro reality version. And at this point, too, the veils are thinning, and so what you're seeing with so many portals opening up you're seeing a lot more coming through and people are going to be having more and more paranormal experiences. They're going to be seeing more things that are just strange because there is no fixed reality here. There are no fixed physics, if you will. We have this really interesting thing happening where you have two opposite sides of the coin playing out with these forces, right? That which is prime creation, Well, I mean, that energy is something that they can never control, albeit they're trying everything that they can. And then on the other side, they're doing everything they can artificially. And, you know, the majority of the population that buys into what their agendas are and what their lies are, basically, you have to ask the question if they're real to begin with, because spirit will give you discernment. It just will. It's there.
0: Yes, I I absolutely am with you on that. And this again becomes one of those things that it's something you understand when you start to awaken to it or interacting with it, and you know this. This is all a very personal journey. In the end, I think to get some clarity for some people, and I recall getting some of these questions in our last chat was some people were confused between the difference between and angelics and primes and, and Reels and what what each of those categories are.
1: Ah, yes. Okay, so well, the Angelics, being the first creation, came in with extremely amazing abilities and gifts, and they were, you know, a balancing force, doing many things. Of course, you've got, like, you've got the wars that happened, and factions falling, and it can be pretty complex, but they're, you know, you could say that they were created to be guardians, and they each had different types of jobs. Now, prime creation comes from the Mecca layer. So, the mother of creation who created the first beings would be the Meccas. And then they created, the what they birthed are the primes. And then what the primes birthed are the reals. It's just tiers, basically saying your lineage comes from this point in origin. So... You know, all of these beings have spirit of prime creator, you know, and it doesn't, even if you try to corrupt and hybridize them, it is virtually, I'm going to say, sure, aspects of it are possible, but your prime DNA creation is so powerful that it can override anything. So they do have a very difficult time doing it. It's easier for them to take elements of the genome and then create something different, like a hybrid with it, than it is for them to actually alter a prime.
0: And that is something that I think needed that clarity. I understand what we're talking about, but it is really important for people out there to understand that. And I know it gets confusing, but Mm -hmm. this is all so important to understand. When we're looking at the differences of the soul versus the refined soul, how do you perceive that?
1: Well, when, when you say refined soul, I think you need to kind of explain more what you're referring to.
0: When I think about anything refined, I think there's a process that happens. And of course, I'm coming from some sort of internal alchemy here. So for example... Just the process of our singular lives at this point, how we have become refined from when we first stepped into this realm to where we are now and the refining process of moving through what the realm gave us through experiential reality and how we have been able to hopefully move through those processes, the hard stuff, the good stuff, all of it, and start to understand the differences in the elements at play around us. So at one point, in the journey or on the journey, one may look at fire as something separate or something that is non-sentient, uh, but yet it is a prime element and it is a prime consciousness. The refined soul, our refined process through understanding that this is another consciousness. The newness of the realm doesn't necessarily suggest this to say someone coming in that's not aware of that now of course we're all at different levels and again this comes back to the mecca the prime and the angelic and all that but even some of us that came in with a knowing i think we become more refined is that part of the process here are we trapped here if we're trapped here Is this part of the beauty of being trapped here that we can come to a refinement of self, of soul to become, uh, to free ourselves from this particular realm that's now turning into something that looks very much like a digital trap or, or what else? Whatever else.
1: Well, it's definitely been a journey in refinement absolutely it's been a journey in refinement from the very beginning of when being started manifesting through density the whole thing has been a refining process and what you have now is the end of that refining process because most have lived millions of lives Like, I know a lot of people only think a few or a thousand or uh, whatever, but it's actually millions. So that whole process is a refinement. And this is the end journey, the end game of it. So those that come in, let's say, uh, where you said, you know, if they're not aware, well, there's many reasons why that lack of awareness would happen and you know some reasons could be because it has been so difficult here and the challenges of this containment of this prison has made it so that you are purposefully hacked so that you can't even access a lot of your meta abilities and you stay trapped in their karmic system with their karmic lords and you know the whole theater just keeps getting recreated and recreated so you know, many have chosen to be not as aware because of the pain. There's a lot of pain associated with uh, the very beginning of this refining journey. But is there a purpose in the end? Is it, it was not necessary? I mean, I think it had to become necessary because it wasn't being done. Like the, the great becoming wasn't happening. It wasn't, people were not really able to do it they got more and more and more trapped on deeper 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 levels so through that let's just call that a separation it became harder and harder so then it had to be about doing it the hard way through this kind of refinement journey is it is it going to be okay in the end yeah it'll be okay in the end but as long as you don't compromise and you do not self-annihilate A.K.A., you know, get get this annihilation poison they, they want to feed you. Um, get inserted deeper into the motherboard of this truly imprisoned version of reality that they're creating, where you won't even be able to connect with spirit. So, you know, as beings with basically the infinite verse in you— you have everything within you. You have to stand because the the interface projection system here is banking on causing you pain and agony and manipulating your human flesh in this density to suffer. Knowing that, that isn't what you're made of that isn't who you are you have to stand in what you know to be true and you have to resist the hacking and resist all of the manipulations that they attempt whatever it is that they use which they use everything here on the negative spectrum and on the positive spectrum so you have to just know what is true and stand in that and pull in the heaven that you are because it doesn't matter where you are you have that in you you are that there is infinity and eternity in you and that can't be imprisoned
0: i feel that so in this line of thought when we were talking about this last time you had mentioned that the people that were bitten that they were not they're not the real targets and you and i both agree mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. Can we go deeper into that? That's something I think a lot of people are are having a hard time understanding because it's it's so obvious that they would be because it, you know, it looks obvious, but it's it's really it's a whole different it's a whole different narrative,
1: right? And you know the truth of it is, and and I know this is going to be you know kind of a hard pill to swallow, but the truth of it is is that. You know, this is serving multiple agendas, and one of them is to basically get rid of what they consider to be corrupted or degraded or devolved DNA. You know, they produce a euthanasia platform where you choose yourself to take yourself out, which is basically what this is. Uh, Then they're, you know, karmically free. Then it's their way of kind of cleaning up the eugenics pool. And then they'll focus on what they really want. So this is just one step towards that. And now the the secondary step is while they're doing that, they do want people to breed this new race that they're creating of, you know, this sin bio uh, chimeras. So for those that, let's say, don't, get euthanized and they you know they're just in the process of this metamorphosis into this new thing they want those people to breed the new bipedal artificial intelligence chimera version that they want to replace what is prime and and real creation so you know there's that agenda and then when they get that fully going so enough of those people have now bred this new replacement species then they'll focus on what they really want because those that are left are going to be the primes and the reals the angelics and that's really the target of what they're looking for in the end because that's where all infinity lies that's where their keys are for everything that they want access and they want to access it in a way that they utilize its power and potential for their own ends.
0: Yes. And so with all this, there is something I'm noticing and I have been noticing it and it seemed obvious, but now it really seems obvious is that the darkening is happening. Like it doesn't seem like the voltage is high enough anymore it's and granted mm-hmm. we're in the we're in the Pacific Northwest but i'm noticing this all over the realm people are talking about it all over and now the un is coming in against uh incandescents and they're pushing all these new lights and here in washington state they were really on this it's you know they're pulling edison bulbs and full spectrum bulbs and all this, and this idea to darken whatever that is that we're calling the sun and put up the new, I guess, man-made, generated solar things Mm -hmm. and all the new clouding. And there's just this different scale of light happening, but ultimately it's a darker light. Right,
1: and... You know, that darker light is extinguishing the true light. That true light that would come in and work with you neurally to connect with your spirit and your body and give it a replenishment so that you regenerate. That's being replaced and darkened for sure with this artificial, you know, LED light that actually does the reverse. It actually attacks your DNA on a prime level and it starts affecting your neural pathways. So you're becoming more susceptible now to all of their other technologies and more susceptible to their artificial realm. At the same time, it is kind of creating a veil to stop the true... You know, let's just call it the the true spirit light, the the sun, the real sun coming through. And that's also in us because it's it's dimming us. And that's the whole point of this kind of technology. it's it's to dim the true light,
0: yes, yeah, it seems very apparent to me there's so much more talk now than ever before. You know, you and I have both had experiences with all this our whole lives, but I'm hearing just what we would consider like normies talk about this now, the shadowy figures in the periphery of their vision. And yeah. and then of I have had some very, very, very disturbing experiences in the ether, etheric realm, what some may call dreams. Some of these are taking form by using our costuming. So not even using the vessels, not even using the human vessel, but actually just using our costuming with masks and hats and suits or dresses to create a general form that's not just a blob of a shadow. And through that general form, they're traveling amongst us very openly. And the thing here is, and this is the thing that startled me because I had firsthand experience with this is if you look into the blackness of the eyes, it's like a tractor beam and it pulls you in. And I believe this is some of what I'm seeing when I see these people getting caught and going in circles and trying to fight something that's unseen and the animals that are circling around. Now they're seeing just dozens and dozens of these videos. What, what do you have to say on all that?
1: Uh, well, I, I know that the portals are opening like crazy and more is coming in things that normally were not allowed to come in before and that there was a a holy protection. Those veils are, like I say, completely thinning and they're artificially opening a lot of these portals. So you're, you're now having these entities interact more than ever with people. So people who normally it was never on their radar. Now they're starting to have a lot of experiences. You know, people like us have had experiences with these, with all these kinds of things, our whole lives. Yes, mostly because we are on their radar. Yes, and it t- and it took a lot more effort for them though to come through to interact or or to try and attack. But now they're just coming in in droves, right? And it's just like. Pretty much the realm is going to be filled filled with these all different kinds of entities, all different kinds.
0: These ones that I encountered recently, and it's been three encounters now, they have a tractor beam-like quality to them. So if you actually look at them directly, it starts to pull you in. And it's, it's actually been very distressing each time I've encountered them. And like I said, they just appear to be, unless they're in some sort of form, vis-a-vis a a, a clothing or something, they are just nebulous, shadowy things. Mm -hmm. But the tractor beam aspect where you feel like you're being lifted up out of your body is for real and very frightening.
1: Well, because they're trying to take the soul. I know it's a bit shocking, but
0: it's, it's not to me. I was hoping you could elaborate on that. It's not, that's exactly what I was perceiving and I did my damnedest to, um, I could, here's the thing. I'm a strong sentient, uh, being, I'm a strong, strong being. And I was, it was like a scene out of Dark Crystal with the Podlings, you know, in the Dark Crystal. Mm, Right. I mean, that's exactly what it reminded me of. I could not believe the actual amount of power that was being generated pulling me. And I, I had to have some sort of higher help there because it was almost beyond what I could handle.
1: Right. And if you, you know, you probably know this, that when you connect with that energy or when they start sucking you in, and it's just like this magnet that you can't fight, you feel their self-annihilation and you feel the void that within them nothing exists, within them there is no yes. God, there is nothing. There's yes. just, And they want to make you feel that. And this is part of you know what I believe to be the technology so that if you feel that, even though it's coming from them, and you start doubting and questioning, their their technology has more power because really they're there to try and take your soul.
0: I have a, a feeling that the soul is like is viewed like an element, like a rare element, the way that we hear in a more dense way, think of, you know, something like gold, right? right. There's a quality to it that is very rare and desired mm-hmm. in other realms of reality. And we happen to be imbued with it. And so at least as primes and angelics and, and, and these characterizations we've already discerned. And so, With the genetic raking that we've been seeing or identification that is getting more clever because we've already separated out a big mass of the collective and now the inserts or the assets or the mr smiths if you will are now it's easier for them to locate this rare element in the field the, those of us you know that have it and there are lots of us it's rare in the big totality i think of everything we are in big soul groups of this i'm, I'm trying to remain hopeful that's what i'm saying <laughs> um so i don't know how rare it is but it seems it does seem like a quality because it's so sought after and so now the inserts around us it's becoming ever so tenuous and that dream I had told you about that was that psychic vision from 2006 that is exactly the time we're in now where they were coming to me in the form of hooks that I have, a loved one that I loved and let go of and it came back and I realized that it wasn't that person. That person was leading me onto a, a kind of a ship thing. Oh, and, yeah. right. you know, And I realized that that wasn't that person and I realized there was danger and I was able to get away in the nick of time. But this is the thing. What happens once, if that happens? What happens, say, if I would have actually loaded up into that That ship. What happens if someone gets sucked into one of these soul eating things?
1: Well, uh, I think that uh, you would experience a uh, soul consciousness transfer and that you would be put in some containment and then you would be imprisoned in their control as their slave on that level for potentially millions of years.
0: See, and, and this is like the, this becomes that backstory that we know from the Middle East, the Jinn, getting right. caught in the bottle, except for it's flipped because it becomes this raw soul element and it's not a malicious or malevolent being. It's actually pure soul consciousness.
1: Exactly. And you know, if you're imprisoned on that level, You're not a free, well, I'm going to say a free soul who can experience incarnations. Well, yeah, this whole universe is completely hijacked, no doubt about it, but there is a difference between being a soul that comes in and you're caught in the karmic loop, but you get to incarnate as different things versus being, you know, soul um, kidnapped and consciousness transfer- transferred, soul consciousness transferred, because that is really a horrifying, a horrifying thing to experience. Because that is true imprisonment. Yes, on every level.
0: Yes, absolutely. And see people can look to these examples in a more concrete way, the way it's come down in certain fables and, and religiosity of it. Like, you know, we see this in the stories of, well, obviously the djinn, but that got, that story got flipped and it's also a two sided story anyway, but the stories of, of the Vatican with exorcisms and stuff like this, there is this languaging around us that, tells us what this can look like and being trapped at that level can look like and one of the things like say in exorcisms is they say that these entities will sound like or appear like or look like someone that's got a, that you love deeply an animal a mother a daughter a lover uh, whatever to get that hook in to grab you just like the way i was getting pulled in by someone i i dearly love and would follow what i notice lot is people become very flippant about how powerful they think they are when these energies this technology behind these energies is completely powerful this is not something that's easy video game easy this is these are big major battles internal battles
1: oh huge i mean i'm The experience of even resisting their force and the powers that they use, the technologies, you're 100% correct. You can't do it alone. You need to call on the Father. You need to call on the Mother. You need to call on Christ. You need to, knowing that you're an emanation of the original fire, like this, you cannot do alone. And your faith has to be there for that, because I shudder at the thought of, you know, if you think you're going to try and resist this alone, I mean, I've had a lot of experiences, but I can say that those experiences are the worst.
0: Yes. Well, because this is going so deep, this is going into a place that's actually sacred within a person, within within a being, and it's distorting it in a way it's using absolutely your core self it's using you against yourself basically right
1: right and and the feeling of that of losing i mean that that's really where you know you feel like the potential to lose your soul beyond horrifying i mean it makes death look like a really fun trip
0: Truly. (laughs) Just a little, a little jot over to Dante's. (laughs) Catch some, catch some warm waves. Yeah. I mean, it is so, it's so deep and nefarious. And it is absolutely tied into the collective unconscious. And this is the thing that I think. A lot of people, especially in the psychology field, brought some of this light to the table for me is that it's this understanding of one quality, one thing from another. This is part of that soul refinement as well, and it seems to me the more adept we become through this process of refinement, the darker and deeper this process. Battle becomes. It meets us. There's a stratification factor here.
1: No doubt about it. Um, just think of it as you become the brightest flashlight out there in the dark, dark, dark world.
0: So much has transpired, you know, in this last period of time, as we both know. And what I see is a lot of people trying to check out and we haven't even really begun. Like you said last time, the dominoes have, it's all getting set up. The dominoes haven't even been kicked yet at the same time we're in it. But when the domino part starts, that's when the real game's going.
1: Oh yeah. I I mean, we're still in the setup phase, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, That's why I keep saying, like, you have to know who you are, and you have to know what is within you. That unlimited eternal nature, that that's your foundation. Because, first of all, what's coming is going to be, like, extremely sophisticated counterfeit measures to really simulate spiritual events even. Um, You're not going to know the difference unless you are discerning unless your spirit is awake and that's only one aspect of it
0: yes you mentioned last time that the tech that you see coming uh, makes this the jab and all that seem like nothing in comparison to what is to come, and and again, this is part of the setup. But what kind of tech are you seeing? I have seen a few people out there talk about some interesting ideas of tech to come, and 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 what we have just exposed to us that's now come out to the public, which of course is telling us, it's you know, it's been around a long time. Most of this is all ancient anyway. How is this technology morphing around us to create the construct we're in? It's getting deeper. Everyone knows that. So how is it becoming more sophisticated?
1: Well, I mean, all they're doing right now is just giving you micro introductions to, you know, things that are going to become commonplace. But these micro introductions, they're just to pacify you because if you accept these on the micro scale, right, then it's kind of a way to gently ease you into the the more insidious aspects of their technology takeover because, you know, what they're intending is for you to be literally interfaced. You are already literally interfaced in a projection system, but… What they're creating is that you are literally non-spirited interface. So you are talking about not needing to carry a phone around with you uh, because you are going to be the phone. You're going to be, you know, you're not going to need a computer per se because you are going to be it. It's it, it, You're not even going to be human divine, So, it's going into extremely nefarious, Machiavellian reality of non-divine beings. I mean, they really want the divine essence to utilize it for their machines eternally, but they do not want you to have access to it. They want you to be the machine.
0: Yeah. They want
1: you to be the body you know of of the machine god, yeah. of the metal god.
0: That is something I was uh, trying to convey to people recently in one of my latest psychic eye um, unveilings. Is that this is about a dynamic system, and the fact that these the the interfacing that's happening with those that were um, bitten and and the ones that need to be killed off that were bitten, so that there is this internal system vis-a-vis the graphene oxide, for starters, that is a relaying system. And the relaying system with all of the satellites at hand here and uh, the way humans will become transmitters, and it's a movable dynamic system as well as all that we're seeing being placed in the ground that are transmitting down in the ground so this net is becoming very dynamic and also very very thick and that's creating a denser set of uh energetics for these other beings that are coming through now it's needing you know it's slowly forming around us and it's getting thicker
1: right exactly and you know the more and more people that Agree to, you know, the, these these entrapments, including, oh, you know, you're going to live longer. We're going to make sure that, you know, we give you, we artificially keep you alive longer. Wouldn't you like that? I mean, they're just going to sell. They're going to sell it any way they can sell it just to get you to agree. Because they'll always give you a carrot that you want to bite. Okay, to hide what they really Want to do and what they will do. They just need that first bite, you know. And this is this is how it works. But it would never work if everybody said no. Yes, it's, it's no different than the phones, right? If it wasn't for these cell phones, they wouldn't be so successful. I mean, you can eliminate the cell phone right now, and I mean, do it worldwide and see how far they're going to get.
0: Yes. I totally agree. It's not even in the realm of speculation. We all understand this. The patents, the technology of what they are, including the new uh, batteries that make them little bombs and all of this, it's obvious that these are, are the proverbial towers. These are the proverbial bars around us. And that one move alone would be a major strike for us against them. Exactly.
1: And, and that would be an incredibly smart thing for all of us to do.
0: (laughs) And yet (laughs) everyone wants that new generation. I, I don't know. I'm happy with my landline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and, you know, the, see, they're trying to um, phase that out, and that's the problem. It's like w- what I was talking about with the bulbs earlier. I'm not shocked by it. I knew this was happening with the whole Li-Fi thing, but it's, it's like they're making this stuff illegal, just like they're making it illegal to say anything against your government, and they're making oh, yes. every step of the way it's becoming – more dangerous. Every step we take forward into that system is a step that we lose a little bit more control over our experience and become a little bit less human.
1: Exactly. And I know here, you know, good luck. I have to you wouldn't believe what I have to do to find incandescent lights. They're well on their way. Like, you can't find them anywhere. Everything's LED, right? And you've got the people selling at, like, the home hardware stores and things like this actually saying, oh, no, don't you don't you understand that? Like, incandescent lights, you use up so much more. So if it says it's 60 watts, you're actually using 60 watts just to get, I don't, it just, it's crazy because you say to them, do you know what LED does to your brain?
0: <laughs> and your DNA?
1: Do you do you even know? And
0: they, and they never just, do. And they never do. <laughs> and so see this is part of what's going on as far as the ones that have had the mind virus or have been mind wiped or are under mind control or are not even real we're constantly working against them in that We continue, not you and I, I'm talking about the collective of us, we continue to allow them to be authorities in stuff. And if you drill down, you find out that they don't know the answers, that they are no authority in anything, and that they are literally the filler people, or formally, like the podlings in the Dark Crystal, you know, they're a vacant shell.
1: Absolutely, 100%. But there's so many of them. Right. Yes. <laughs> to masses.
0: <one> <laughs> I know. I know. And that's what makes it seem overwhelming, Lada.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because the majority of the population here—I hate to say it again—I know it's a shocker—but the majority of the population is a backdrop, you know, population. It's it's a backdrop or corrupted hybrid.
0: Yes. See so. this that's part of this when you say corrupted hybrid too see this is part how i see that or how i hear it or translate it into my sphere here is that it's part it's baked in and that's, that's part of it. It's baked in and the way the technology now, the relaying waves that are happening because graphene oxides everywhere and because conductive material is everywhere and because we're less, in spaces that have natural Faraday protection for us, that these energies are being transmitted. And a lot of this warfare is happening within what we think is our brain. It sounds like it's our own inner voice, but it's not.
1: Oh, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, synthetic psychic telepathy.
0: Yes, Yes. Uh, We talked about that a little bit last time, but it is, I mean, it bears repeating how nefarious and how really scary that is actually, because you have to question your own, what you think is your voice.
1: Well, and not only that, but you have to caution. There will be a time when you're going to have to be very careful what you even allow yourself to think. Yes. Because you're going to have to cloak it. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I've been talking about that as well. And that's a martial arts principle, really. Just focus on that apple. Think about the apple or think about that spoon. You know, you've got to get a firewall going. And this is a practice that takes time. It's difficult. And we're talking about ancient, deep technology that has had a long time to refine itself, to be able to crack very strong, uh, adept-level beings that have great amounts of focus. This is not something that you just start picking up. You ha- This is needs to be a daily practice. A practice of stillness and of nothingness is so important. Huge.
1: Huge. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, I highly recommend everybody to get to the place where they're not hearing the parasitic chatter and, you know, a busy mind. Like, just yes. me. sometimes I get teased, right? Oh, like, it's like, you know, it's like you think of nothing. I'm like, well, I, I exactly, I, I think of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't retain information that to me is useless. So don't ask me questions that. I don't care about, you know, because things are not important here. There's things, some things are, but the things, trust me, that aren't, I'm not going to retain because I think of nothing.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I can't tell you the criticisms I've had over that. Not remembering really what I think are clutter, intense, intense clutter detail that people want you to remember. Don't you remember when I wore that? No. No. I don't. I'm so sorry, but that is not information that needs to be stored in my precious data field. Really, (laughs) (laughs) When it comes down to stuff like that, and also how this is where these operatives and these inserts get into is the emotional hooks, right? And some, these masters at it are very, very refined. It's easy to spot the obvious. It's easy to understand when you're obviously being manipulated by something narcissistic or a psychopath or, you know, just a really vacuous person person that, that has a little bit of a black hole to him, the, the masters at this are a different level of getting you to emotionally engage with them. And that is really high end and it's intense.
1: Absolutely. It's a, it's, it is fascinating though, when you are in the place where, this interface system has a really hard time interfacing with you because then what you notice is like nothing interfaces with you. I know. I
0: know. <laughs>
1: then you're just like, is anybody here? I Hello.
0: Hello. Hello? <laughs> is there anybody out there? I know. Oh my God. Cue the song. Um, <laughs> Also, with some of this warfare that I'm noticing recently, there's a lot of very interesting players now that that have been on the board. A lot of we've been watching them. I mean, you don't have to watch to know they're out there. But some of them are starting to shift into, I think, their real roles. And I'm going to just throw out one name in particular, but I don't recall if I mentioned this in our One of our last chats. So Elon Musk, he's tied into everything digital, everything that's a facsimile of nature, telling us that we the only way to escape is to basically join and and to get away, to go to the illusion of what used to be called the fiery planet. What are your thoughts on all this?
1: Well, I mean, you know, he's just a walking encyclopedia of hypocrisy uh, all the way around. I mean, I I can't, you know, even handle... I I think he's very good technology. Like, they made him to be very good technology. Yes. Um, Because he is very good at making you feel like he's kind of has your best interest at heart, but meanwhile he's like, hey, look what I made. I made the chip that's going to go in your brain (laughs) and, you know, kill your soul. So, but hey, let's talk about freedom of speech and freedom of this or freedom of that. And let me just, like, tell you that we've created, you know, we're doing this rocket thing again like they did in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Um, well, you're not getting out of the dome. and But anyway, go with that fake story and convince the world that NASA is real. Yes. Whatever. Okay, so it's just like a load of bullshit all the way around. So um, I just, I think he's uh, really good technology. For the agenda.
0: Yeah. But he's, they've really positioned him well. And like I said, it's really his mother that, be, again, it's always everyone looks at the front man, but when one does a deep dive, it is very apparent that May Musk, his mother, is actually the one sitting at the table. And this is, oh, just, sure. This is the hand in the puppet. And so, like, so we go from him who's poisoned himself, poisoning himself as, this great liberator and Mm -hmm. all this, but then we have one that is, doesn't even, well, I guess maybe he's a liberator to some, but not to me. And in everything he said has been kill, kill, kill death, death, death. And I'm talking about Bill Gates, who thinks he's the king of the world.
1: Right. Um, But let me just say about um, Elon is um, his, You know, the way I see it is that it's like he is trying to kill his mother Yes. through being an altar. Like he's created an altar, he's projecting that to the world, but really it's about trying to kill his, you know, killing the mother. But, you know, a lot of the people that are in the projects, whether you're created from a lab in the project, which I think he was, but.
0: Yes, 100%.
1: you know, comes from your parents selling you to the projects. And, you know, it, it's just, of course, somebody like his mom would be like a full-on conscious handler. Like she knows her job. Yes, You know, because some of them do know their job, unlike many who don't. They just do the part, but they don't know.
0: Well, she's at the, um, t- I believe she's at the table. She's part of the shadow hand. One, oh, A, a sure. finger, at least.
1: Absolutely absolutely wouldn't deny that for a second and i mean you can tell by the signature too right yes. and how quiet you know her presence is so it's very typical of how they of how they function um and you know wh- whoever you see on the front of you know social media magicians um, what's his what's his doofus name there the guy that owns you know farcebook um, oh yeah um Oh, it's, a, it's another, you know, these are all to me, lab created people. Yes. Same with, um, Mr. Microsoft who, you know, I'm not even certain how good he was at that, but like suddenly he's on the medical front, like, and the pharmaceutical front and he's not, he doesn't have a history of uh, learning any of the these things. These people, they're fabricated for these positions and yes you got to know that the technology is so sophisticated that it can appear like they're real.
0: And they are not, they, they really are not.
1: No, they're not. Yeah.
0: They're part of this, this major fuckery. See, this is okay. So here's getting to the core of where I wanted to actually move this into is the womb. I want to talk about the womb and the umbilical cord and all this that goes on because in I want to start with the natural womb and what this means, the whole zygote process that we go through separation when we engage in it. That to me, the womb is, uh, there's a lot going on here. And because we're moving into the realm of artificial wombs now, and I don't know if you've seen. Some, oh yes, some of what yes. they're putting out there now—the whole thing is just crazy, and it's becoming crazier by the day. So let's go to the source of the real womb, and there she goes, Lada Leon, in one of our installments here of what I'm calling the Ladafiles. We will be continuing this conversation in the speakeasy. But for now, I want to thank the producers of this show Wise Night Owl, Yogi Gender, Cass, Christy Tesmer, Claire Cathcart, Eggtooth, Elizabeth Radikan, Eric Peterson, Heather. Jake James Bannock, Jason Lamson, Jessica Lynn, J H Armstrong, Kate Kukulken, Laura Dunn, Luis B, Marcy Shapiro, Marin, Mark A Betcher, Melanie Poe, Mia Bell, Michael Wachter, Michael Watts. Mike, Myra, Neil McNaughton, Noelle Jeanette, Pamela Holdall, Sarah Santa Rebecca, Sarah Etta Eckrich, Stephen Mercer, JJ Rain brand and Babs. Thank you to all the other patrons that make this show possible and all of the efforts uh, worth it as far as the time put in. I am blessed to have you here listening and participating and being in this sphere with me. Remember, let's hold the ones that love us close. Let's give love back to those that give us love. Let's find space for those that find space for us. And there is a coming tide that will unite us further. I truly believe in this, what I know to be a spiritual war. And I am glad to know that there are plenty of powerful beings out here standing, being present, and interacting in a way that we can find each other through the frequencies of this major web we are in. The dreamer loves the dream. The dreamer feeds the dream. The dreamer awakens within the dream. Thank you for dreaming here with me in the Cosmic Salon.